Hallelujah. We thank you for tuning in with us today on this morning, streaming live on Bethel Emmanuel Temple, Church of God in Christ, where our pastor is Bishop Curtis Bernard Sexton, and our assistant pastor is Elder Andy Smith. We thank you and welcome you to join our praise and worship and receive the dynamic word from the Lord. Be blessed. Those who know that joke say it is great. <laughs> so we thank God for the wonderful people of God in Bethel Emmanuel Temple Church of God in Christ. And I welcome you, you and you, and everybody in social media. We thank you for being a part of the Guyana Ecclesiastical Jurisdiction of Jesus Christ. And I know, I think I said that wrong, but forgive me. Amen. <laughs> I'm a lot of nervous on this microphone. It's different when you come behind the bishop and all that anointing. Amen. My God. So, as they stated, that it is you Sunday. And on full Sunday, we come together in a different kind of way. Some of us are still not so youthful as teenagers as we once were, but we're still young in spirit. Amen. Amen. So, we give God glory for being youth and young in the spirit. So, our speaker today is somebody that served in the ministry in a wonderful, excellent way. She is a giver of herself in many ways. She is also the godmother to many in many ways. I believe she has a total of 14 godchildren in this church alone. <laughs> Two of them are mine. Um, also, she is the Sunday school teacher. She is also the one who works behind the scenes with the youth department as well. She gives, she is one of those who sponsors children whenever time we have an outing. And she was doing the work before she became licensed. I will say this, June 2021, she was baptized with her second child, Elijah. When she went down in the water, she came up differently. Amen. She went in 2021, July, graduated from Mason Kelly, Washington White Religious Training Institute, a.k.a. known as Coaching University. Amen. <laughs> in November of 2021, she was and she became no longer in an aspiring evangelist, but licensed by the Church of God in Christ. Let us all come together and welcome and celebrate the woman who is the juris jurisdictional secretary and the sister to everyone in this church, our very own evangelist, Kawana McCray. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. You know, this is why you don't talk to Maya. I had to hang up on her last night because she was in my business and she just be asking so many questions and I know she be having something turning in her head. But I thank God on today to be able to stand before you to say that I'm yet saved, I'm yet sanctified, and I'm yet filled with his precious Holy Spirit. 
spirit. Amen. If you knew my story and what it took for me to get here today, my God, I should not be standing. And I thank God, and I do know protocol, giving honor to God, is the head of my life. He is my all in all. I thank God for my spiritual father, Bishop Curtis Bernard Sexton, my spiritual mother, Evangelist Denise Sexton. I thank God for how he has placed me in these people's lives. He didn't place them in my life. He placed me in theirs because he knew exactly what I needed. Giving honor to God to our assistant pastor, to his lovely wife, to each of you. I'm going to get in trouble if I start naming names to my children, to my daughter, Cassandra, Dean Ann McCray. Yes, I gave my whole government. That is my baby girl. She is my friend. She is my confidant. She knows I love her. To my son Elijah Dalit, he's not here. I'll meet him later, y'all. Don't tell nobody. Amen. <laughs> I love him as well. I thank God just for the opportunity to stand and to share in what God has put on my heart. Um, I count it a privilege. To be all of those things that Maya has, that Evangelist, excuse me, Evangelist Marshall has stated that I am those titles that people place on us. And a lot of times we know we're known by someone else or through someone else. But you have to know for yourself who you are. And in knowing who you are, you have to have that relationship with God. Because there was a time in my life when I did not know God. And I thought I knew who I was. But I've come to find out the more that I learn of God, the more that I know, I don't know who I am. <laughs> he has stretched and pulled me in so many different ways that I could not even have imagined in my life. And I thank God that he is who he is to me. I thank God that he picked me up from out of the muck and the mire that he anointed a little ghetto ratchet little girl from Brooklyn who didn't know no better, who didn't know how to speak, who didn't know how to love. I thank God that he loved me so much that he told me for such a time as this. I've been through a lot of things in my life and some of you know and some of you don't, but this is not my comfortable place. My comfortable place is in the shelter. My comfortable place is sitting across from a table. My comfortable place is at work sharing the word of God when God gives it to me and he opens up that opportunity. Because we don't know where people come from. We don't know what people are dealing with. And that's because people don't know who they are. And we don't know how we are, how we impact people. You know, we're living in a social media age. There's social media platforms all over. And you know, we got we got Facebook, oh, I'm sorry, Facebook, excuse me. We got Imagigram, excuse me, Instagram. And all of these things portray, you know, what they want you to believe their lives are like. But until you know who you are, until you know God, until you give your life to our Savior, until you open up your mouth and make that confession, because that's when salvation comes. If you don't make the confession, there's no salvation. You can believe, you can say, mm, to you. no, but you have to open up your mouth. You have to make it. You have to make that confession. And I know that I'm, I'm, I'm going and 
I know that God has given me this to speak. And I said I was only going to read one verse of scripture, but I'm actually going to read a few. Amen. First Peter, second chapter, starting at the sixth verse. Actually, those of us that can't stand to peace there for the reading of God's holy word. Amen. Amen. First Peter 2, beginning at the sixth verse. Wherefore, also it is contained in the scripture... Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone elect, precious, and he that believeth on him shall not be confounded. Unto you therefore which believe, he is precious, but unto them which be disobedient, the stone which the builders disallow, the same is made the head of the corner, and a stone of stumbling block, and a rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word, being disobedient, unto also they were appointed. This is the verse of highlight for me. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye may show forth the praises of him who have called you out of the darkness into his marvelous light. Amen. May God add a blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. Amen. A royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. Like I said earlier, we have been known as so many things to so many people. I myself, mother, teacher, sister, daughter, friend, but the most important title that I can carry is a servant of the Most High God, is a child of the King. And when you know the, that you are a child of the King, can't no one tell you anything. No one should be able to come and tell you and swear you different. Amen. I know growing up, my father, we called him Poppy. And Poppy was my Poppy. He wasn't nobody else's Poppy, but he was my Poppy. And nobody could come and tell me anything about my father. Amen. And that's how we need to be with Christ. I know young people, it is you Sunday, and you might be wondering why, why, why. What are you talking about? God has called each of you to a particular. You're not just here by happenstance. Your parents are not just your parents because they're your parents. They did not just decide to bring you to church just to bring you to church. There is a lineage that you have to know who you are because when you begin to know who you are, you will be able to walk and impact the entire nation. We are the influencers. I know we have a lot of, like I said, social media and these influencers and content creators and all this other stuff, but God created us. He created us to live. He created us to encourage. He created us to inspire. Amen. To live in victory. To walk in his purpose. Amen. We're not just here for ourselves. And sometimes even going through the things that we go through in our lives, we look and we think about it and we try to, why me? I had that syndrome at one time. And God quickly in the midnight hour, I had never 
in my life heard the scripture. It was good for me. I had to call Bishop one day at 2 o'clock in the morning. I was in tears. I was like, you know what the Lord just said to me? I had, and because he knew that I needed to be in that place at that time so that I could propel into my destiny. Amen. God did not need, he doesn't need me to be back where I was. He needs me to move forward because when I'm moving forward, I'm dragging some people with me.
and how I did what I did. I told Maya on that thing, I said, you know, don't get up and say all those things about me. Let my work speak for me. Let my work, when I leave here, let my work speak for me. Let, let someone say she was a praiser. Yes. She was a worshiper. Yes. She served. She gave. She yes. did. That's what I want to. That's what I want to be remembered as. Uh -huh. Not as anything else other than that. Yes. So on this afternoon, I ask for our young people, especially, and God has given me a heart for young people because when I was young, I didn't know God. I had no desire to. And my dad took us to church, we went to Catholic church. My mom was in this our grandparents and we would go to Baptist church with my grandmother and my grandfather. But there was no interest there for me. And I did not stay. So as soon as something hit, I turned away. There was no foundation laid, there was nothing there. So it was easy for me to walk away. It was easy for me to deny God. It was easy. <laughs> for me to curse God. But when I came into the knowledge and understanding of God, though, though those things hurt me that I deal with on a daily basis, you know, like Joe said, though you say me, yet will I trust you. You know, we have to know God and know that even if he allows some things, that it's for our good. That we have to be able to say that it's okay. A hard no sometimes saves our lives. <laughs> I, I, I could say that. Because if I if I always did what I wanted to do, I wouldn't I probably wouldn't be here. I'd probably be in jail. I'd probably be strung out on drugs. I, I don't know what I would where I would be, but I thank God that I'm able to stand and know who I am in him. And in knowing who I am, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. I'm not ashamed to say that I'm saved. I'm not ashamed to say that I'm sanctified, that I'm filled with his pressure. I like to have fun. I, I, everybody, everybody, anybody who hangs out with me knows I am a jokester. I even like to dance, and I know somebody else say, oh, that worldly dance. And you know, we have all these things on social media. Social media influences us so much. It gives people such a platform to impose their thoughts on other people. If you see me doing something wrong, don't talk about me. Pray for me. Exactly. Young people, we know that you're not doing everything that we as parents want you to do, but we love you nonetheless. Exactly. We want you to be able to stand and come back into the house of God and not feel like there's condemnation here. Because this is the place where you need to be. This place has been designed specifically for you. God needs you here because when you go out into the real world, when you go out into work and you run into different types of spirits, my God. Even our young people that are going to school. It doesn't matter if you're going to public school, private school, Christian school. You're going to interact with different spirits. And you have to know who you are. Oh, you let it be, you like to have all kinds of opinions and thoughts thrown upon you. Like this LGBT. Oh, Jesus. I'll get myself in all kinds of heap of trouble if I get into that. Because I had a conversation at work on Friday with a young woman that she said that they are asking her children, do you like boys or do you like girls? And I 
And I said, what? Oh, something just happened to me. I was like, I am so glad that I don't have babies. Because I would be in that teacher's face like, excuse me? I don't want to hear about curriculum. If you want to teach sex ed, teach sex ed. That's what you teach. Don't ask my child who they like. Send them to this group. Oh, my Lord Jesus. Say that. So the young people are having influence. And not just young people. Older people as well. Some older people don't know who they are. Some older people, they take, they have taken their walk with Christ as just that, just a walk with Christ. They, they don't do any more or any less than what they have to. But God has called us to be in a place, again, of influence. And if you understand what that word means, that you can impact people's lives. Not even by what you say, by your presence. Have you ever walked into the room and people just shut up? We, we always hear people talking about this. No, no, no. That spirit knew. Spirit identifies spirit. <laughs> so when you walk in your God-given authority, not, not, Bishop didn't give me the authority. God gave us authority to walk and to talk. And if he woke us up, that means we have another opportunity to share. And we should not take it for granted. We should not take it lightly. But we should do everything that we can. Every every day I, I hear my sister in my head do something nice for someone. And it doesn't have to be monetary, but a smile, a hug, a kind word. We don't know, again, we don't realize what people are dealing with. And I, I'm going to speak for myself. I walked into this house burdened down and people did not know. If I... If, People didn't know. They like, oh yeah, I don't know. You didn't know. Because if you knew, then you would have said something to me. You would have hugged me. You would have said, I'm praying for you, sis. Because that's what you do when you love people and when you care about people. You have a compassion for people. Everyone that Jesus came into contact with, he met that need then. Not tomorrow. He met it then. When it was needed to be met. So I just thank God today that we're able to stand we're able to do what God has called us to do. And again, I turn my, my conversation to the young people because our young people are dying at massive rates. We live in a society in our urban neighborhoods where children can't even go to the corner store and buy an ice pop. Children can't go to school without fear of being shot or something like this happening. So I ask the young people, if you don't know God, that you take a minute and that you ask God to forgive you of your sin. There is a scripture in the Bible, Romans 10, 9, and 10, that says that, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shall believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth of confession is made unto salvation. You need to be saved. <laughs> There's no if ands, buts about it. There's no nice way to say it, no mean way to say it. You need, if you have not, 
accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, now is the acceptable time. We're not promised this afternoon. We used to say going today, here today, going tomorrow, but you're here today, going today. It, it, it's just what it is. It's, it's the environment in which we're, we're living. But we're living to live again. Amen. And I want to be in that number. I want, I want young people to live a life that is pleasing, not just to God, but also to themselves. I want them to do the things that they want to do, the, the, the adoration in their heart, the career paths that they want to choose. God called us that we can do and be everything that we want to be and yet give him glory. We have some young people who are aspiring to be teachers and social workers. That's ex to me that I call it extended ministry. You know, a lot I don't know, a lot of us working in a lot of us, a few of us work in the nursing home industry, um, you know, a few social workers, healthcare. That's extended ministry. That's that's a place where you meet all kinds of again spirits. People that are dealing with so many things. And and nowadays mental health is at its all-time high. And that's taboo in the black community. We can't talk about it. What is it? P P P T wait wait, what is it? PTSD. Post-traumatic stress disorder. The devil is a liar. Because I believe that if God brings me to it, he'll take me through it. And I'm not saying that I'm not bashing therapists, but if you need therapy, pray and have therapy. Don't just, you might need more than prayer, I don't know. But don't just do therapy and don't pray. Pray and have therapy. If, that's, if that is what works for you. I hear it works wonders. I don't know. There we go. So, in, in doing that, it's like being able to stand and say, God, I trust you with everything. Yes. And in trusting God with everything, you have to be able to be vulnerable in everything. Which is sometimes an uncomfortable position for people. It has been for me. And in all of that, God has said that when the relationship that we have with him, and Bishop said it, it's so intimate that it doesn't have to be a lot of people. It doesn't have to be a lot of noise. Because sometimes noise is distracting. You know, some, sometimes someone yelling in your ear ouch, is distracting. Sometimes you just need to be quiet. I, I call it taking a sailor. Yeah, y'all yeah, know that word, right? I just call it taking a say lie. Just, just pause, say anything. And I want to be able to see me the way that God sees me. Because I know that I'm not worthy. I know people say don't say that, but I, I, I know. I know my thoughts. I still remember what I did. And yes, I know my sins have been tossed into the sea of forgetfulness. I still remember them. 
I still remember when I cursed God with those four words, those four letters, four letter words. And, and I remember when I found that scripture, cursed God. I cried for months because I didn't know. But the word of God said they take care of babies and fools. Amen. Amen. Thank God for his grace. So, you know, growing, and I say all of that because I know that some of our young people are in places that they don't really want to be. They don't really desire to be there. They just don't know how to get out. That's right. But there's always a way of escape. Always. Always a way of escape. You know, back in the days we had the altar. But you don't have to come to the altar. You can do it right where you are. It, it is the, the word of God. It, it didn't say if you come to know. It said if thou shalt confess with thy mouth and you believe in your heart, you 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 can be saved right where you are, and your life can change instantly. Now I'm gonna give you a little fine print. Doesn't mean it's gonna be all good, but trust me. It will work out for your good. Amen? And at the end, it will be worth it. It will be all worth everything that you have gone through. So on this morning, I just stood to say that I had so much more that I wanted to say, but I didn't want to say what Kawana wanted to say today. And I wanted to be able to Allow God to have his way. Because I I tell you, just quick testimony. I toy you with coming out today. Not because I didn't want to stand. Not because I didn't want to stand. That was definitely not not it. I just wasn't feeling well. I I came home on Friday and I was fine. I studied, put the work together, this, that. And I was playing in my hair, and I wiped my eye, and my eyes started burning. And I wear contacts, so I took them out, and my eyes turned red. And I'm like, oh God, thinking I got that conjunctive virus. I'm looking up, you know, you know, these little phones get us in trouble. I'm looking up to see if I was going on, and instead of my eye getting better, it got worse. I started having a headache. Church home where the doors of the church are open. 
where the people of God will love on you even with a mask and six feet away. Amen. Amen. I just want to pray really quickly for our young people. We know that some have started school last week and some will be beginning this week and the weeks coming. Um, and those that know the word and the work of prayer to pray for our young people. Yes. Yes. And in praying for our young people, let's not forget their guardians, whomever they may be. Amen? Because sometimes they don't know. Amen. I thank God that my 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 daughter is um, expanding her territory and she's expanding her borders and she's going to teach. And I am ecstatic that she wants to make an impact in young people's lives. Amen. She teaches the Jews here at BET. And I'm and she very funny because she always says, but children love her. They gravitate to her. She's very stern, but they gravitate to her. They know what they can do and what they can't. And every now and then they, you know, do a little something more, a little extra. But I'm so ecstatic that she has decided to put her God-given gift into use. Where it's needed. Where it's needed. It's needed. We are needed. People of God, wherever you are. You are needed. If you're delivering mail, you're needed. If you're cooking in the kitchen, you're needed. If you're cleaning the bathroom, you're needed. Because God has you done. Trust me. God has, we have been placed in places that only we can be and be happy. I don't, know, I don't know if you've ever met someone that's just miserable just to be miserable. They have everything and they're just miserable. There's no joy. There's no peace. But guess what? There's also no God. <laughs> and if there's no God, there's no salvation. So it, it, it goes hand in hand. I, I, I know someone personally just miserable. Everything out of their face is miserable. And I just be like, stop. I said, you need Jesus. I, I just said it one day, what? You need Jesus. You know, because at work, sometimes you can't, you're not, you're not supposed to mix state and church. And we know, we know. But God always gives. You need prayer? Hold on, let me close the door. My sister's laughing over there because we used to work in the same place together. And listen, it is what it is. If it need, it's needed, it's needed. But I thank God that he gave me a press. I thank God that he's given me the knowledge and the understanding that I'm coming into my own. I, I talk about knowing who you are, but I don't know in whole, in totality, because there's still so many things. Every time I think, oh yeah, I'm just doing this, there's something else to do. Every time I'm doing it, there's something else to do. So I just thank God that I have the desire and the drive to continue to know him and to, to want to know him and to know more about him and to do what, whatever he wants me to do pretty much. Amen? Amen? So, I mean, I thank you for listening. I thank you for 
like I said, pressing your way, I know that for some it wasn't easy today. Amen. And as we look to the Lord, just going to pray real quick for our our youth, our incoming youth going back to school, yes. even the older people going back to school. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Father, here we are once again. God, first and foremost, giving you thanks, God, giving you praise, giving you glory, Lord God, for all that you have done, all that you are to us. God, we just thank you this day, God, for this is one that we've never seen before, God. This is one that we'll never see again. Father, we come this Mighty 
man, we bless God for what he's going to do in your lives. We bless God for where he's going to take you. Because if you are an arrow, you're going beyond the norm. You're going to new heights and you're going to soar as an eagle because you're an arrow. God bless each and every one. We reflect you for joining in with us, the Bethel Emmanuel Temple Church of God in Christ family. The church where everybody is somebody and Jesus Christ is the Lord. If this is your time of tithing, if this is your week of tithing, we need you to look in the comment section. If you look in the comment section, you will see our electronic ways of giving. Where our electronic ways of giving is Givelified as well as Cash App. Our Cash App is dollar sign Bethel154. Our Cash App is dollar sign Bethel154. If you have been blessed through the ministry of the Bethel Emmanuel Temple Church of God and Christ family, and you want to sow a seed, you can go right ahead and sow a seed into good ground. Hallelujah. It's offering time in the sanctuary. Do you need you to know what?